solar panels. Plug them in, switch them on, and the money starts rolling in, right? Or maybe not to the extent that you expected. If you've done all the research and your solar investment still hasn't lived up to your expectations, there may be ways to fix that. I did hear a horror story about someone's parents who'd had their system for several years before realising it wasn't switched on. No wonder they were not saving much on their power. Wasim Saman is an Emeritus Professor of Sustainable Energy Engineering at the University of South Australia, and his research looks at how people consume energy in their homes and how they can optimise savings. Professor Saman, welcome to Life Matters. Hi. Hi. Now, why do people need to do anything to maximise savings once they've installed their solar? Shouldn't it just happen by itself? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, solar panels on the roof produce a lot of energy, a lot of electricity, but it produces it at the time when most people are out of the house. And when they come home in the afternoon and evening, they do most of their energy consumption and during that time, they are charged quite high rates while, while they're producing their electricity from the sun. Nowadays, they get something up to five cents per unit, while when they're using their electricity, they're more likely to be paying 30 to 40 cents per unit. So they still end up surprised by quite a large energy bill, even though they're doing a lot to help the planet. But... In yes. reality, uh, their bills are still staying high. Well, and the, the feed-in tariffs used to be much higher. Uh, does that mean that you should think of your solar these days more as a way to minimise your own power bills than expect to make a profit? Well, absolutely. Every uh, unit you can use while solar is being generated means a saving of quite a great saving of five to ten times the rate that you'd be buying the electricity. So uh, the way to go about reducing your energy bill, well, there are three actions that I suggest. One is looking at your appliances and making sure they're energy efficient and buying efficient appliances when you are looking for new ones. B, making sure that through behavior or through a lot of available technology, you can time your electricity consumption as much as possible while the sun is shining and the third one is re revisiting your electricity provider okay so shopping around for a good plan making sure you've got the yep. best appliances and shifting that usage to the middle of the day absolutely what are, what are some of the ways you can do that though given that we often do come home from work and put the washing on well uh talking about washing most washing machines and for that matter, dishwashers and other appliances have timers. So instead of putting your washing machine on when you get home, just put the timer on and leave it so that the washing is done during the day. And when you come home, maybe you can do something about drying them, preferably outside. And you can buy uh, a little timer for the PowerPoint too, can't you, even absolutely. if your appliance doesn't it, it literally costs a few dollars to buy a normal old-fashioned timer. But also nowadays there are lots of uh, modern uh, smart plugs and smart systems for controlling the whole home. And on a hot day like today, if you have a smart control system, you could get the air conditioner to be working for a couple of hours before you get home. 
You can get your curtains closed during the sunshine. You can put your fan on. And when you get home, A, you would be saving quite a bit of money and B, you would be arriving at a comfortable house. You'd want to get your insulation sorted, wouldn't you, Wasim Saman, well, if you're going well, to be heating and cooling when you're not ab- there? Absolutely. I mean, the, the first thing to do is obviously to look for a good, uh, well-designed and well constructed home but i'm assuming that this is not something easy enough to do but the things i'm suggesting are quite straightforward and we can achieve with little cost in our existing homes so what about things like water heating can you shift that to a different time of day and still have showers when you want the two biggest components for electricity use are air conditioning, heating and cooling, and water heating. Uh, You can certainly uh, use a new style of uh, water heaters using what's called heat pumps to, uh, and also time them to be running while the sun is shining. So again, when you get home, the whole tank is full of hot water, heat pumps, are similar to uh, air conditioners. They actually take away the heat from the outside using a compressor and end up using 20 to 30% of the energy we use in, in normal uh, electric water heaters. So they, you can save money on the heat pump use and you can uh, actually get your heating of water for almost nothing. You mentioned for, um, making sure you had the most energy efficient appliances, but I know heat pumps can set you back two to $5,000. Is it going to cost a lot to get those energy efficient appliances? Are we talking about heat pumps for heating and cooling or are we talking about heat oh, for pumps hot water, for I was hot thinking. water? For hot water, it doesn't set you back many thousands of dollars. Many states now have a lot of uh, schemes for encouraging the use and you can get good rebates both federal and state and i've had many occasions where i ended up with uh, advising friends and others to get a heat pump system and paying less for it than the actual quote they had from their plumber we're speaking with uh, in some places sorry in some places you actually get them for nothing really that's very appealing We're we're speaking with Emeritus Professor Wasim Saman. Uh, His specialty is sustainable energy engineering at the University of South Australia. And wondering too if there are ways that you've found to uh, get the most out of your solar home solar setup. Margaret says, I have a solar-powered clothes dryer in my backyard and solar-powered heating and cooling devices called windows, doors and trees. And that's a really good point, isn't it, Wasim, that you you can do these cheap things as well. There's a lot we can do just uh, by stopping the sun from coming into our house directly. We can and, and make use of the prevailing wind to uh, ventilate our home. We can save a lot. Certainly keeping our homes uh, open to the outside uh, during the night will cool them down in preparation for the hot days that we're getting at the moment. Do solar panels lose um, capacity over time? I think this is a bit of a furphy, and that's another thing that I've noticed. Some some installers go and say, you have an old-fashioned solar system, why don't you get a new one? Uh, tests have shown that after 20 years, they're often 
uh, have a warranty with up to 20 years or more. And uh, they've been designed and they've been checked that they don't lose more than a few percentage points of their performance even after 20 years. So it's not, there's not much point in replacing our solar panels unless if, uh, there is something uh, drastically wrong. But often there's very little that can go wrong in them. There are other parts of the solar system that need replacing, like the inverter, for example, which would probably last five to ten years or, or a bit more. But the actual panels are there, and they're mainly glass and silicon, and nothing can go wrong with them. Do you need to clean them or maintain them in other ways? Uh, I personally don't clean mine. Uh, I think that we have enough rain to get them cleaned, and uh, they don't lose much. The, The main thing is making sure that they are not in the shade partly or wholly, because even of some of them, if some of them are in the shade, they they lose most performance most of the hour. Yes, indeed. Well, what does the future hold, do you think, Wasim Saman, in terms of other ways to look towards maximising solar panels and saving money and get making sure more households have access to them? Sure, well, certainly as I see it in the next decade or so, as we move more and more to electrifying our home and using more smart appliances and smart controllers, uh, I see no reason why every Australian home, whether it's a single or a double story, I can't say the same for apartments, but uh, a single or a double story home can have their own solar system they have electric cars an electric car to to be charged by their own solar generation but also the electric car which incidentally has more than 10 times storage in it compared with the home storage systems we are installing now the solar the actual car will be helping us use some of its electricity to supply us with our power during the evening Wow. Uh, and, and we can be self-sufficient, pay no electricity bills and very comfortable in our homes. That is a wonderful dream to aspire to and, and hopefully make more widely accessible as well. Wasim Saman, and thank you so much. Yeah. Sorry, the technology right. is there already for most of what I've just said. It's just a matter of searching when you need a new appliance or when you need to upgrade something. Yes, and I think more probably needs to be done in the area of rentals to make it more widely accessible as well. But it is a, a wonderful thing to, to hold in our hearts and minds as, as an aspiration. Wasim, thanks so much for your time today. It's my pleasure. Wasim Saman, Emeritus Professor of Sustainable Energy Engineering at the University of South Australia. Pete in Taz says, we've been off-grid for 12 years. It's great, but a big issue is if you're not electrically minded, when things go wrong and in comes the solar expert, it can cost a lot. So you need to be a bit savvy with it. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.